communication, oops, communication is, you could say, the most important skill we must learn in life. From the very beginning, we learn how to speak, write, read and write, etc. But what about listening? What training do we go into to listen well, to listen deeply, to listen so much that the other person understands that they've been heard? And uh, if you're like most people, like me, um, we want to be understood first. You know, we want to get our point across. You know, you've got to understand this. Just, just stop. Listen to what I gotta say. You know, and in doing so, we may ignore the other person completely. We can have selective hearing. Only certain parts of the conversation, right? And why does this happen? Because most people listen with the intent to reply and not to understand. So I'm sure some of you have read that book. It's an older book, but still got some great principles, the seven habits of highly effective people. Habit number five, seek to understand before being understood. Seek to understand. So let's apply this to our readings today. Did Abraham understand what God was really trying to teach him? Take your son. Just how the sentences are, are made, the, the words. Take your son, your only son, the one you love, and go to the land of Moriah. And there you shall offer him up as a holocaust. Holocaust is a burnt offering. You shall offer up your son as a holocaust. Now mind you, the peoples surrounding Abraham at that time offered up their children to deities, false gods, okay? So, so it wasn't, in a sense, strange, but that's what God was asking him. And I will show you the place. And of course, Abraham did not understand. It's been a lifetime just trying to have Isaac. And God had promised that he would have a descendant. His descendants would number as the stars of the sky. But he trusted God. His faith in God was not simply an intellectual faith. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. God exists. He's up there. It was a self-entrusting faith to God. So faith isn't a noun, it's a verb. 
You could call it faithing. It's an act. A journey, you could say, with no map but God alone. Faith is not being sure which way, but going always toward Him, with Him. It is a journey of clinging trust. And then this is the deepest truth. When we turn away from God, that is, and you could say, an act of anti-faith. It's a sin. Abraham adhered to God. And not in the liturgy today, in this reading, are, are verses 7 and 8. Because Abraham, it's as, this is pointed toward Jesus. So Abraham, his heart opened fully. Because Isaac, who's carrying the wood, which represents Jesus carrying his cross, it's pointing toward that. He's carrying the wood and he says, My father. And Abraham replies, Here I am, my son. Behold, the fire, the wood. But where is the lamb for the offering? In verse 8, Abraham replied, God will provide for himself the lamb for a burnt offering, my son. So they both went together. So, and I think God wanted Abraham in a unique way, as he's pointing toward the future God, to understand what it would mean for a father to sacrifice his son. Could Abraham, can we ever understand what it meant for God our Father to send Jesus to die for our sins? Would it cost the heart of God our Father for Jesus to save us from our sins? And to save us from our sins, Jesus began to teach them what that would mean. Well, first of all, that he would suffer. And he would suffer so much that he would be unrecognizable. And Jesus wanted them to understand that he would sacrifice himself and die in order to rise. And what would it be to rise and therefore to help them understand the transfiguration to see Jesus in his glory. They were dumbfounded by such beauty, by such glory, with Moses and Elijah in ecstasy. They didn't understand this miracle because they did not understand what rising from the dead meant. Eventually they would. The cross transforms all human suffering 
from a meaningless waste to a condition for glory which he chose to pioneer as the first fruits of what will one day be a harvest of our own glorification. Therefore, I cannot sorrow over the loss of life, betrayal, and abandonment without anticipating the dawn, the dawning day of utter, utter redemption. I must sorrow even in despair, but I am aware that there is the resurrection that awaits me. So Jesus, as he's walking down this mountain, just said to them, you know, just keep it quiet. And they did, but not understanding. But eventually they did understand. And that's what enabled them, these apostles, and thousands and millions of people to follow Jesus and to give their lives for Jesus with the hope of the resurrection. 